You're listening to a rebroadcast of a live walk talk from Instagram. So many different, I'm not going to say denominations, but certain styles of uh, belief systems will try to put a fly in the ointment, so to speak, of the goodness of God, the goodness of God's grace. They will say, you're saved by grace, but you got to be careful because if you slip back into sin, you'll lose it. So I've seen that a few times here lately. Let's talk about that. And there's no disrespect to them. This is just what they've been taught. And pardon me if my impersonations seem insulting. I don't mean it that way. But when we think that when we sin, we lose our salvation, what kind of relationship is that with God? Sin, lose salvation. What do you do next? Do you repent to get your salvation back? That's a thought. A lot of people believe that. I've lost my salvation. I sinned too much. So now I got to repent to get my salvation back. The problem with that is that is a works-based righteousness under the cloak of repentance. Think about it. If that's the truth, how can you be sure you repented well enough to get your salvation back? If you have an answer for that, it's a works-based righteousness. This is why repentance of actions and attitudes, first of all, does not save you, nor does it keep you saved. You are saved once by grace through faith, one time. Your salvation is final. Afterwards, you repent of immature actions and attitudes, sinful actions and attitudes, because you're saved, not to stay saved. So if we want to think that changing some aspect of our lives will re-save us, we really don't understand the grace of God and the power of the cross. And the reason why is many people are not taught. How you doing? Right. Beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah. So many people are not taught that we are saved because of a promise between the Father and the Son. You didn't do anything to receive your salvation. You did nothing. You did nothing. You believed that Jesus has forgiven you and you were saved. That's how you were saved. Now, what do I mean about the promise between the Father and the Son? In Hebrews chapter 6, it explains this. There are two foundations. A promise between God and God, which creates the new covenant. Who is God? The Father. Who is God? The Son. We have two unchangeable parties in which God cannot lie. You can lie. God can't. 
So this is the anchor for your soul, not your continual repentance. Don't get me wrong. Repentance is a very healthy thing. Every time you sin, repent. Sin, repent. Sin, repent. That's a healthy maturation process of the saint. And that is what you are. You're a holy saint. So, when you repent, you are not re-earning your salvation. You're enjoying your salvation. What's your salvation based upon? The two unchangeable parties, God and God, not you. Now, why did the author of Hebrews say this? Because before the cross, before the old, before the new covenant came into play, the old covenant was still in full effect. There were two parties on that covenant, God and Israel. Get it? Israel could lie. Israel never lived up to their end of the bargain. The entire Old Testament is God trying to get them to start obeying the commandments. And they wouldn't. So, two parties, only one could change. Only one could not lie. And that is God. So, the New Covenant removed Israel and inserted Jesus. That's how you don't lose your salvation because your salvation is not based on anything you're doing. The father and the son promised to one another at the cross to forgive all the sins of all of humanity once for all time. And you access that inheritance. That inheritance could only happen by way of a death. Jesus died. That's how you inherited it. Now, when somebody dies, say you have a rich relative and they pass away and they leave you a huge inheritance. What did you do to receive that inheritance? Nothing. They died. You got it. Same with your salvation. So, the idea that you have to do something to continue to re-earn something that you didn't earn in the first place, you inherited it, that's the anchor for your soul. Or the idea is error and the inheritance is the anchor for your soul. So when we get into all of the but what about verses, which, you know, and this is just normal learning and growing as a Christian. We're going to have a handful of Bible passages that we'll immediately think about because we've been taught that proves I can lose my salvation. No, that proves I can lose my salvation. If you get to the bottom of every single but what about Bible verse, you will see that you have nothing to fear. Not one Bible verse in scripture, not one verse in scripture proves you can lose your salvation. Only when you take it out of context can you get that thought. 
I don't have time to go through them today, but just know that there's not a single Bible verse that says you can lose your salvation because your salvation is not based on what you have done. So to summarize, to button this all up, you're going to sin. You're going to sin. Get over it. You're going to sin all the time. Get over it. With all due respect, we have to get over the fact that we're going to sin and we're already forgiven and the promise between the Father and the Son cannot be broken and we can't lose our salvation. So this will take you from a sin consciousness to a righteousness consciousness. Once you understand that you're completely forgiven and you can't lose your salvation, something is going to happen in your life when you do sin. You're going to know that you've died to that sin and it's not for you. So you will sin a lot less, even though that's not our focus. You will sin a lot less when you stop worrying about losing your salvation. So I hope that helped you guys today and encourages you and builds up your confidence in Jesus. I was asked the other day, what is, what is the po point of your ministry? Like, what is, what is your end game of your ministry? And I didn't even have to think twice about it when I was asked, what is your ministry all about? Two things. I want people to be confident in Jesus. And I want people to be confident in who they are as a child of God. We don't have ministries to save souls. Calm down. We don't have ministries to change the lives of others. Relax. I'm not against that stuff. But those are subcategories to confidence in Jesus and confidence in who you truly are. Because when you know who you are, you will live that way. Who are you? You're righteous. You're blameless. You're a child of God. You're completely forgiven. You can't lose your salvation. You can't do anything to earn your salvation sustain your salvation or lose your salvation tell the truth about yourself today and enjoy who you are there's nothing wrong with you all right guys well i gotta go i'm gonna pick up the pace here it's been fun have a great day thanks for joining me on this walk talk if you'd like to learn more about my ministry or to check out my books, be sure to go to my website, www.mattmcmillan.com.